Hi, and welcome to EFG Peak Power Sports Profitability Podcast. I am your host, Glennis Wilder, and my guest today is Joe Garcia. Joe has an extensive career spanning from both the automotive and power sports industry. Joe got his start on the automotive side by serving in management positions at Huffines, David McDavid, Absolute, World Car Automotive Group. And then he switched over to the power sports industry in 2018, serving as the general manager at Outdoor Power Sports in Ardmore, Oklahoma. He now serves as the general manager at Vickers Power Sports in McAllister, Oklahoma. So welcome to the show, Joe. Hey, how you doing? Great. How are you? Good. Joe, before we jump in, can you tell me a little bit about how you switched from the automotive industry to the power sports industry? It was meant to be. It's a funny thing. I was uh, running Tough Finance and I had a friend of mine that was a finance director at Outdoor. And they were acquiring more stores and they needed a GM for a store in art. I went to go see for a couple of weeks what the power sport business was all about. Because being from the car business, I always thought, you know, they sell motorcycles and go down the road. I found out there was a little bit more to that. And I, yes. That's how I got into power sports and never looked back. That's awesome. It is a fun industry. Would you agree? Yes, it is still fun. It is it much is. more about the people and really putting dreams in driveways. So, Joe... As you know, 2020 changed the way that we do business today. Can you share with us how the pandemic has affected Vickers Power Sports and what adjustments you have had to make to continue to be successful in the industry, both from sales and finance? Well, I started here April 2nd, 20, right at the pandemic. The first thing, the challenge I had is we didn't know what the pandemic was going to do. First thing a human being does is panic. Okay, it's going to go by. We're going to go broke. Mm -hmm. Well, the exact opposite happened. We started selling units like nobody's business. I mean, I had $10 million worth of inventory here that I sold out three months. And I had to adjust to that. And I had to find a partner for us. We were like all over the place. Thank God I got with EFG. We got together and put a plan together so we could have proper back ends and so forth. And we both partnered up to be able to be successful, being able to bring a lot of my experiences in car business of making gross not only in the front, but also making gross in the back. I, I agree with you. I'm very much, I believe that the processes and the procedures from the automotive industry and the power sports industry are almost identical. The difference is the want versus the, the need. Would you yes. agree? The want is a lot more powerful than the need sometimes. Yes, I agree with okay. that. <clears throat> Have you made changes in the way that you do business with your service department? Completely. I am proud to say that I have a great team that it has taken us two years to put together. We have brought the service department a 360 degree difference all the way around in a profitable service department. We're running four bays. We're running, I mean, we keep a track of the hours that we're turning, parts that are running and so forth. And we've become very proper, profitable in the back. That has helped us a great deal. I mean, I believe that a service department can be very much a profit center in a power sports industry, a big one. Mm -hmm. And also help with EFG with their warranties and so forth that we've been doing back there. Um, It makes things a lot easier when Mm -hmm. you have a good partner. Okay. I've been very excited over the last two years to watch your service department go from, as you stated, you know, from... (laughs) not so profitable to where you are today and all of the changes, the processes that have been implemented and the consistency with your employees um, and them following the process and seeing how much easier things have become for them because of those processes. So kudos to you for such a great job. Well, thank you very much. You have to put a team together because 
processes are followed by right people. And that's the only reason it's made easy because once you get used to doing something, oh, well, this is the way we do it. Mm-hmm. And it's just done that way. So it makes it a lot easier, but it's all about the people that you have. Let me back up for a minute. I'd like to ask you another question. So as you know, prior to 2020, there was a sales process, right? So your sales people did the road to the sell, you know, customer coming in, identifying the unit that was right for them, talking about the unit, finding out how much money they wanted to put down to today. It's more of taking orders, if you will. So the customer comes in, they know what they want. They're very much educated. And most of their units are being ordered unless they're um, purchasing pre-owned. If we do go back to what we consider to be the norm, what challenges do you think will be faced with your sales team? Do you see that we have to re-educate them? Do you think they'll be able to slide back into that behavior? How do you think that will go? Well, we're looking to a crystal ball right now, I believe. I don't believe that we'll ever go back to normal. I think the two years of the uh, pandemic have taught us, OEMs, and all the manufacturers out there that uh, mass producing things isn't profitable. I don't think our kids or grandkids or whatever will see parking lots full of 300 units or $10 million of inventory. I believe a lot of it will be pre-orders. I believe that's going to be the new norm. Do you think that we're there? We're just at the I beginning? Think we're at the norm right now. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, with the orders and so forth. Of course, we got short, shortage of chips and uh, a little chaos and so forth. And that's just from manufacturing stopping in different worlds because it's still cold. That's why one of the adjust big adjustments we did here is we opened a, a pretty big use unit department. So and I, we I, also use a, a CDPO program that you guys provide. Yeah, and listen, I was in your store and a big shout out to your detailer, to your to your service department. So when I pulled up thinking that you had all this new inventory and then shocked to find out that it was pre-owned inventory and how well your detail department had detailed those units to make them look as though they were brand new units. Right? Okay, that's the key. You've got to bring them back. It's recon. That's I mean, that's what a CPO is all about, certified pre-owned. Yes. And uh, we live up to that. So, Joe, I want to thank you for being on our show today, for all of the great insight that you've provided to us. If you want to get in touch with us to let us know how we've impacted you or your business, or you have questions that you would like to ask us, please don't hesitate to reach out. You can email us at efgpowersports at efgusa.com. We'd love to hear from you. And if you like what you heard, if you'd like to rate us on Google or iTunes, please do so. And please don't forget to subscribe to hear more more from Peak Power Sports Profitability. And EFG Production.